0: Well, at this time, <clears throat> we will be uh, dismissing uh, anyone that would like to, uh, any children that like to go to the nursery ages three through, um, our infant through three years old. The nursery is available for you at this time. And then all of our uh, Kids Club uh, age group there, uh, gr- ages uh, four years old through fourth grade, uh, you guys are dismissed to Kids Church at this time if you want to go down there, and the rest of you guys get to suffer up here with me, the old people, right? And uh, we'll dismiss those kids, and they're going to go down, and moms, are going to be working on another little craft that uh, they'll be giving to you uh, later on, given to you later on. Hey, uh, as we've acknowledged many times already, it's Mother's Day, and uh, we're going to honor some very special moms in a little while. And uh, But before we do that, I just want you to know that uh, I know and I recognize that <clears throat> Uh, Mother's Day can be a very challenging and difficult day for some of you. Uh, Maybe your mom has already passed, or maybe you never even knew your biological mom. And so we want you to know that uh, we are concerned for you and that we care about you. But here's what I can tell you. That whoever your biological mother was, God used that woman to bring you to this place And we can be thankful to God that you are here and that you are are blessed in a way that you are to be here today. So we're going to honor some moms today. We're going to have some fun doing that a little bit later and I'm going to give you some instructions. And we're going to be giving those moms a a standing ovation. And uh, you're going to be getting that cue a little bit later as well. But this morning what I'd really like to talk to you about is uh, gaining some perspective. Gaining some perspective. Everybody say the word perspective, perspective. Here's a definition. Definition of perspective, it's a mouthful. Here's the definition of perspective. As a measured or objective assessment of a situation. A measured or objective assessment of a situation, giving all aspects their comparative importance. There you go. Ever got that memorized? <laughs> uh, that's, that is the definition of perspective. perspective. A measured or objective assessment of a situation, giving all aspects their comparative importance. So we're going to be talking about uh, perspective today, perspective today, perspective today. I've got a couple of pictures I want to uh, show you in order to give you some perspective. And uh, the first picture that I want to show you, uh, we're going to go ahead and bring that up here. And uh, so look at that and study that. Isn't that incredible? I mean, don't you just look at that? Aren't you inspired when you see that picture? I mean, just just look at that. Uh, Do you have any idea what that is that you are looking at? you have any idea? Anybody want to? Huh? What? What? A mushroom. a mushroom? Oh, you are so wrong! <laughs> um, what you are looking at there, what you are looking at there, is the face of a dime under an electron microscope. I'm surprised nobody got it. It's like I, I knew it immediately. a so, uh, perspective, perspective, right? And so, just giving you perspective on the face of a dime. So you got that to look forward to when you go home, right? Looking at that thing. Didn 't look anything like that, so that, OK, all right, look at this one. Look at this. One. everybody know maybe you 've seen this one before, and you know what that is, right? I mean, you, you look at that and you know immediately, you know immediately what that is. A hair. a hair. Somebody said a hair. You could not be more wrong. Ah, some of you guys have seen the meme. There we go. Watch this. That is a picture taken from a satellite in outer space, looking down at planet Earth as the space shuttle takes off and pierces through a layer of clouds. Ooh, yeah, wow, wow, right? Perspective, perspective, perspective. Uh, Sometimes uh, we want to just kind of focus in so tight and look at something really, really close. And sometimes we do well to step way back and see things from a very, very different kind of view this morning. What are we talking about? We're talking about... Perspective. I want to give you a little bit of perspective on moms this morning. And so, laura has got a video back there. Go ahead and play that video. Twins are plugged in. Babies asleep. How hard can this get? Well, man. Besides, I bumped into Chuck Norris at a pizza hut once. I think his power's rubbed off on me. Get out of here. Go on, enjoy your. Mommy getaway weekend. Oh, uh, this weekend was a bad idea. Remember what happened no? last time we worship the kids? I'm not okay, got Yeah. perception of reality? <coughs> <sighs> Alright, everything looks the same. This is a joke. Don't you try to stop me Baby, baby, I love these Where are your mom we So looking over if I have Take that cell phone servanthood, new model grace, who gave you a taste of what God's love can look like? My mom, Mr. T, and my mom. (laughs) Anyway, I just think God gave moms a special way of looking at things. Hey, honey. Trying to catch a glimpse of what your world looks like. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Said it. I don't know if she said it. But it's what I wanted to say. And I should have said it a lot sooner. I thank God for you. <laughs> perspective, 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 a measured or objective assessment of a situation giving all aspects their comparative important perspective, perspective, perspective. Hey, what did you have your kids involved with? What do you have them involved with now? What did you have them when your kids were younger? Uh, My kids are all uh, out of the house now and I know we had them involved with probably a lot of the same things that you have your kids involved with. Um, uh, My daughter Katie is here. She came over from the Des Moines area and uh, she brought her the the, the gal that's going to be her uh, maid of honor in her wedding in September, and and so they were kind of pampering uh, my wife and a little bit, and so I figured I would pick on Katie a little bit here. When my daughter Katie was uh, younger, <clears throat> when my daughter Katie was younger, uh, from the time she was two years old uh, all, all the way up through her senior year of high school, she was involved in dance. Any dance moms out there? Any dance parents out there? Dance? Uh, your kids are in dance, and uh, here's what I can tell you about dance: is that um, you know. Uh, we spent hundreds and hundreds of hours uh, at dance recitals. We drove literally hundreds of miles to take uh, Katie to uh, dance competitions, and, and uh, we spent probably tens of thousands of dollars on dance. No, uh, I'm just kidding. It was it was twice that. But uh, we we did all of those things. She loved it when she later, when she was in high school, uh, she was a cheerleader, and she uh, lettered in four years as a cheerleader. And we take her to dance uh, to cheer competitions, and and, you know you just kind of pour money and time and money and time into your kids. Our son, um, uh, my son, when he turned seven years old, I bought him his first motorcycle, and uh, and so I just loved going dirt bike riding with uh, my son. Later, he was in soccer, and so uh, we invested in um uh in indoor soccer is kind of a league thing that, that he did and and uh he played basketball and so we would you know every year the kid needs every year your kids need new cleats you know what i mean it's like holy cow another room, buy more of this stuff you know and on and on and on it goes and my youngest daughter well, she was in club volleyball and so uh, and then she was in uh, volleyball in high school she was also in band and we paid for private lessons and we had to buy her an instrument and uh, you just you dump all of this time and money and time and money and time and money and more time and more money into your kids and and you have them involved with you know every sport that there is and they were in track and uh, and, and and softball and basketball and volleyball and and all of those things things that uh, your kids are in, and time and money, and time and money, and time and money, and you do all of those things, and you love doing those things with your kids, but here's the thing. We need to keep all of those things in proper perspective, proper uh, perspective. I, I, uh, we did all of those things, and we loved having our kids in all of those activities. We did, and we would spend time and uh, and, 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 and money on them, and, and the I just remember sitting out in the freezing cold watching soccer games. Any of you ever do that, you know, and you're shivering? and You do all that for your kid. Perspective, perspective, perspective. Um, Sometimes when you you watch dads uh, on a sideline or you listen to moms on a sideline, they're pretty convinced that their kid is going to be a pro. Uh, because of the way that they are kind of letting the, uh, the coaches know and the refs know that uh, their child did nothing wrong and their kid, if, if you know properly coached, they're going pro, right? They're, they're going pro. A perspective, perspe- perspective, a measured or objective assessment of a situation giving all aspects their comparative importance. I, I want you to see a picture here. It's a map. Take a look at this map and here in the center there uh that's uh that's Port Byron uh, that's Port Byron that's Countryside Christian Church here at the icon and i don't know if you can kind of read that or tell but uh, the circle there kind of goes all the way over to Cedar Rapids and includes Iowa City down includes Peoria and Rockford and Dubuque and and so it's basically about 110 miles in any direction from here you kind of uh, throw a throw a circle around that thing and that represents about 500 high schools it represents uh, pu- public and private high schools, about 500 of them. And so uh, just statistically, let's just kind of play a little game here in our brain, and let's just pretend that every uh, every senior, uh, every, every kid that's a senior in high school is on a, a, a football team. Okay, every senior that's in, that, every, no, there is a high school team of football for every senior class. That's what I mean. And so we're going to say that there's about 30 kids on a high school football team, okay? Varsity high school football, about 30 kids, and 500 500 schools. So that means there's, what, 15,000 kids playing varsity football on a Friday night, right? Make sense? 500 schools, 30 kids on a team, 500, there's 15,000. So here's another picture. Here's another picture give you some perspective, more perspective. More. And so uh, you guys ever heard of the Slayer Center? Uh, good just checking if you're awake um tax slayer center, and the tax slayer center it doesn't quite seat 10000 people okay and so take the tax slayer center uh, so we're just going to call that 10000 people and then we're going to say half of the taxpayers, another 5,000 people. And so now you've kind of got a visualization of 15,000 high school kids playing uh, varsity football on a Friday night, or 15,000 kids maybe at a track meet, varsity track meet on a Thursday night, or 15,000 kids uh, playing soccer on a Tuesday night at varsity level. Okay, you following me here? You following me? see what I'm doing here? Trying to give you some... Perspective. Perspective, right? And so did you know this? Of the kids, of the kids that play all of these sports and activities, here is the facts. Here's the facts about the number of percent, the percentage of the number of high school athletes that will actually go pro. That will actually become professionals. Percentage of high school to pro. Men's basketball. Men's basketball. Maybe you, maybe you're investing a lot of money right now, and, and your kid plays uh, league or or, or, or club uh, basketball, and you buy the uniforms, and he's on a travel team, and you do all that. Crazy money. You ever you ever talk to the people that kids play hockey? You ever talk to the hockey parents, and they they buy all of that equipment, and they're all over the place. I mean, thousands of dollars. And so maybe 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 kids in basketball, right? Here's the percentage. If they're in high school, what is the what are the odds? What are the percentages? Out of fifteen thousand, here's the statistic. Crazy. Men's basketball. 003 percent will go pro. 003 percent. And what does that mean? Uh, What does that mean? Uh, That means you should be able... I think we can put that on the screen, Laura. I think we're going to advance that one more time. Boom! There it is. Men's basketball, 0.03%. What's that mean? That means five out of the 15,000 that we saw on the screen, that means five of them are going to play pro basketball there's only 600 uh professional uh, basketball players in the NBA in America and so what are the odds that your kid's going to go pro well it's 0.03% what about women's basketball 0.02% that means only 3 that means only 3 of them oh you know what i think i did there Laura i think i might have hurt you because uh, i apologize i'm going to communicate with you normally we dump the powerpoint into pro presenter and I don't think we did that today. And so I think I'm... So it, you're just going to have to kind of... There's going to be some, some awkwardness there. And I feel really bad. And it's very distracting to the guy talking because I'm looking back there for reference points. And so... I became a grandpa on Thursday. I, I became a grandpa on Thursday. I did. I did. I did. And so... The, yeah, that's right. So uh, Mother's Day... It's no, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, what about this one? Football, football, football. What about football? Uh, your kid plays football. A 0.08% chance that your kid is going to be able to play football. Uh, what? oh, you know you, Oh, never mind. Okay. That's going to be, that's just going to wreck me. A uh, 0.08% chance that your kid's going to play football. That means 12 out of 15,000. You know what that means? Literally, what that means is the percentage and the odds that your kid's going to play professional ball is still, it's less than 1 in 1,000 thousand it 's less than one in a thousand out of the 15,000 that your kid's going to play professional football what about uh, what about baseball. zero five percent chance that they're going to play professionally that means eight out of fifteen thousand that's kind of just the circle that doesn't even include the entire United States that you're competing up against uh, if they're going to play uh, men's soccer point zero eight percent again it's less than one in a thousand now here's the one that's just crazy This is crazy uh, we spent uh, we paid uh, for lessons for our uh, our daughter to to be in Band and 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 that helped her. That helped her. She was first chair clarinet. She had a clarinet that she played, and she was also in club volleyball. And the, our youngest one, and uh, but do you know what? If your kids in the arts. And maybe they're, they're, they're a band nerd like my daughter was. Or maybe they're, they do the play at school. Or maybe they're in drama and those kind of things. And, and that's just their passion and their heart. And, and do you know what the statistics are that they are going to be able to support themselves uh, if they are in the arts? It's fantastic. Point zero Zero, 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 three percent. That means there's a less than one percent chance out of 15,000 that your child... And so when you watch American Idol and you watch The Voice, those are the exceptions because they bring in, what, 20 or 30 contestants and then it's down to 10 and then there's the winner. Then there's the winner. uh, American Idol's been on for 20 years now. There's the winner, right? Um, uh, List five or ten of the winners. Carrie Underwood, Clark Kelly, Clarkson, Reuben Studdard, Clay Aiken. Out of the twenty-some, you know, where voice winners—I don't watch that one. I couldn't tell you one voice. I'm sure they're—they're, they're, you know, but. Isn't that crazy? So, you know, parents, you watch that show and they're so invested, so invested, so invested in in all of those things. Perspective, perspective, perspective. We Now here's the thing, here's the thing. We had our kids involved in all of those things. We put time and money in all of those things. We did, we did, we did. But I want you to know this. We put our kids in all of those things and we did our best to communicate to them, sometimes our daughter, she wanted to quit band. She came home one day and she said, well, she wanted to quit band. We said, no. They said, you don't get to. You know, time, time and money already invested. You made it this far. You don't get to quit, period. you know. And so what were we, why wouldn't we let her quit? Here's what we tried to do with our kids when they were involved with all these things. As we tried to use this as an opportunity to teach our kids the law of the harvest. It's called sowing and reaping. The more work you put in, and she put in that work, she was first chair. And the more work you put in, you get the benefit. You work harder, you get more. It's it's the law of sowing and reaping. That's what that is. It's literally it's good stewardship. You've been given a certain set of talents and abilities, and so we want you to work hard and we want you to do your very best with those things that God has given you. And so here's here's one more uh, one more statistic that I want uh, you guys to to just think about. I want you to think about this one. We're talking about uh, we're talking about something this morning. What are we talking about this morning? Perspective, perspective, perspective. What percentage of your kids... Raise your hand if you are a kid. Everybody in the room is a kid. Y'all have a mama, okay? What percentage of kids... Will meet Jesus? You know the answer. 100%. 100%. Perspective. And so we love to watch our kids play sports or be in the band or dance and do those things. We love that. What are the odds they're going to do that for the rest of their life? How many of you have an old band instrument in your closet that you haven't played since high school? We're all going to meet Jesus. And because we wanted our kids to know they're going to meet Jesus, we also spent money and time getting them ready to know Jesus. We sent our kids to camp. They went to Central Iowa Bible Camp. They went to uh, Camp Kanakuk down in Missouri, and we'd drive down there and, and drop them off for the week. And, and it, was, it was kind of pricey. It was a super neat camp. They, could, they learned how to water ski out on the lake, and they had their own water slide there. And, but they were so focused on, we want to partner with you. We want your kids to know Jesus. And, I grew up going to Rock River Christian Camp, and that's a camp uh, that this church supports financially. And and Laura made up some brochures, and they're out there. And and so I went to uh, to camp at Rock River Christian Camp. Since first chance camp, I, I went there. And all the way up through high school, I went to camp there. And there's information. Maybe you want your kids to be a part of a camp like that, because your kid might not grow up to play professional soccer, but they're going to meet Jesus. We're all going to meet Jesus. We had our kids when they were when they were young. We, uh, we had a program that was called JAM. It stood for Jesus and Me. It's a lot like Kids Club. And we just told our kids, um, you're going to go. You're going to be a part of, of the program. It was like Kids Club. They grew up in that. And they had friends uh, that were there. When our kids were uh, really young, we told all of our kids, on Saturday night, you can invite all the friends that you want to to our house on Saturday night. You can always have a friend spend the night on Saturday night because that means when they come to our house on Saturday night, Uh, We're all going to get up and go to church together on Sunday morning. We're going to church on Sunday morning together. And then they had uh, friends that were there with them at church. And here's what I can tell you about church. Church is always, always, always more fun when you're sitting there with your friends. You bring your friends to church with you and you're going to like church more when your friends are there. And so our kids didn't have a choice, you know. Uh, which, uh, sure, you know, yeah, he's the, he's the preacher and, you know, my kids were PKs and, and whatever. Uh, but the reality is, I don't think that my kids would tell you they hated church. I don't think they would say that. I think they'd say they had friends there and that they enjoyed uh, parts of it. And they like, you know, watching their dad up there sometimes too because he was, he, was, he was always funny. He was, you know, funny looking, they'd say. But, uh, you know, here's the thing. Perspective, perspective, perspective. We want to honor some moms this morning. Here's what I want you to know. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Here's the thing. The Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The Bible says in John 3.16 that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. God created it all. And he sent his son Jesus that we can be connected to him. In the book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 20. uh, Jesus says I stand and I knock at the door of your heart. If you will open the door I will come in. Jesus wants to be a part of of our life here on earth. And moms, we do well to teach our kids that they're going to meet Jesus. We're going to honor some moms right now. Here's the way that's going to work. We're going to honor some moms. i got I got some roses over here that I want to present to some moms. And So here's what's going to happen. Hey, here's the thing. When you see me walk over here to pick up a rose, when you see me walk over here to pick up a rose, that's your cue to stand to your feet and give that mom a round of applause. Standing ovation. When you see me walk over there, you know what to do. Stand up. Round of applause for the mom. Okay, listen to this. Here we go. The book of Psalms, chapter 139, verse 13 says, For you created, this is King David talking to God, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. That means when you were inside your mama's belly, God was there and he was working on you and working on you and helping knit you together and creating you. You are special to God. So this morning we want to acknowledge and honor any moms in the room that are with a child and expecting a child? Moms in the room that are expecting child, expecting child, expecting child, expecting child. We got one right over there, Katie Jo. Any others? Good. I'm always relieved when my wife doesn't stand up. Just, no, no, no. no just. We're going to acknowledge Katie Jo right now. Congratulations, Mama. That's awesome. Good deal. All right. You're good at this. You got the drill. Here we go. The book of Proverbs, chapter 22, verse 6 says, Train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. We just read that just a few moments ago. Here's what I want to find out. Um, Some of you moms have several children. Some of you moms only have one child. And so I want to find out, who the newest mom is. The newest mom would be the mom with only one child that is the youngest child that is here present at church or in the nursery today. So we want to find out who is the mom that is here that has the youngest only child with them. Make sense? They're the newest mama. Make sense? Make sense? Okay. And so is there any moms here that have a, a child that's uh, younger than 45? Just kidding. uh, 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 uh we're going to go down. Um, uh, 44 and a half. No. <laughs> two years old? Two years. Moms, raise your hands if you got somebody here less than two years old. Moms? Got a child here less than two years old? Okay, I think Pearl's probably down there. Um, uh, four, okay, so a child here less than five years old? There's got to be. There's kids down there in the nursery. Okay, right back here. Shanny. Shanny, how? what's your youngest one that's here? All right, we're going to go with that. Anybody younger? Younger, younger, younger? All right, Shanny. Congratulations, Mom. You're welcome. (laughs) Why is that important? That's important because uh, training your children, raising your children to know the Lord, the work is there out in front of you. All right, we're going to find this out today. First Thessalonians chapter two verse six through eight say, the apostle Paul is saying, we were looking forward. It says, oh, sorry, we were not looking for praise from men, and not from you or anyone else. As apostles of Christ, we could have been a burden to you, but we were gentle among you, like a mother caring for her little children. And so the imagery there, the, the Apostle Paul says when he's uh, writing for uh, writing to Timothy, is just uh, moms are gentle and caring. Kind of like that mommy goggle thing, right? They're gentle and they're caring. Now sometimes, moms, you've got to stick it to your kid, right? And uh, nobody likes that mom, right? Uh, but moms are usually summed up as gentle and caring. So I want to find out who is the mom here that has the most children present this morning. The mom with the most. Any moms here have three kids that are here at church with you this morning? Four kids here at church with you? You got three with three? All right. Now I want to. Uh, can it's Christina? All right. Amy? Yoder? Ter- Tara? Tara. Sorry, Tara. Oh, I tried so hard. All right. We have three moms that we want to acknowledge, and they all have three kids here at church this morning. Good job, Tara. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, Amy's back here. There you go. Christina, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Listen, moms, um, it's hard to be a mom sometimes. Sometimes it's the joy of your life. And uh, no matter how old your kids are, and you all know this, no matter how old your kids are, you're rooting for your kids. You love your kids. And that's why we wanted to take some time and just have fun and honor some moms. Moms, keep perspective. Keep perspective. You're in it for the long haul and you want them to meet a Jesus. Let's conclude with a word of prayer. Father, thank you for uh, the gift of moms. Thank you for the way that you have created life where a mom and a dad come together and to be born into a family. Thank you for that institution, Father. Thank you for the special way that you have knit moms together. They're different than dad's. Thank you, Father, for their insight into all things life. We ask, Father, for your blessing on this service and as we leave. And we ask it in Jesus' name. And amen. So make sure you grab your potted plants. If every mom in the room, there is a carnation over here, we'd like you to take these home with you. Those are a gift to you. And make sure you grab your plants that are out there. Have a great week.